Okay, you guys, here we are. Um, just need to give you a little Oklahoma weather update because we know a lot of you are, you know, our listeners are half of you are out of the U.S. and the other half are in, but everywhere else, you know, on both coasts. Um, so what was it, Mitchum? Two episodes ago, we yep. were bragging about our two-week fall. Yep. Well, we lied. We had a one-month fall because you know what? It snowed last night. Yeah, it's already winter. Fall's already over, guys. In Oklahoma. So let's just walk you through the week real fast. It was 80 degrees on Monday. <laughs> and yep. then beautiful, sunny, 60 degrees, a little windy yep. the rest of the week. Wearing uh, shorts. Wearing shorts. Thursday was about 40 degrees. And then Friday nowhere out of nowhere literally out of nowhere the storm rolls in yeah and it snowed it snowed and there's still snow on the ground sometimes if you look outside yeah so yeah there's oklahoma in a day i'm sure there's going to be a firestorm and a tornado tomorrow so and maybe an earthquake later. yeah you know yeah welcome oklahoma welcome here well since we're talking about previous episodes i want to last episode We mentioned yes. you a poll or a research study that talked about that there are 2.5 million podcasts <laughs> out there. Yeah. And thank you guys for choosing to listen to this one, by the yes. way. Yes. Well, I did a little bit more digging, and it comes to find out of those 2.5 million podcasts, the ones that are most listened to is the average length of those podcasts are between 30 and 45 minutes. <gasps> Ooh. So that's Ooh, right like in the that. sweet spot of where we okay. like to keep our episode. I fa- I thought that was pretty interesting because I know we we're are. always that's striving what, because yeah, I think that's what we always try to go to. Goal. We yeah. cram a lot in 30 and 45 minutes, let me tell you. So. Yeah. Well, and I just want to say, too, I want to give an early shout out to a movie, re- a movie review website. And he commented after our last show, Mitchum, I love this. He reached out to me and said... I've heard of being one in a million is a good thing. So I'd say being one in 2.5 million is a great thing. (laughs) And I I thought that was so sweet. And then you know what else he said, Mitchum? Hmm. Just real quick. He said, Mitchum, you've got to check out Ted Lasso (laughs) when you get a chance. It's, It's got so much heart. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Okay. I'm sure it does. I will. Maybe someday. All right, There's just so, so much to watch right now. So. I know, but Mitch, um, Ted Lasso, come on, people. Get him to watch it. There's it's, so much to watch. Let's get into some news right now because okay, we have listen, plenty I'll, to talk I about today. I will give today. you this. When Ted Lasso drops the final season three, you just got to binge it all. I mean, yeah. So. I'm sure you're going to tell me all about it, so I feel like I've already watched it. Oh, my gosh. Episode you talk about so much. 70, <laughs> welcome to episode 70. Wow, we've done 70. I know, that's crazy. Oh, that's that's awesome. really insane. All right, so moving on to the five here, some our weekly news where we talk about five um, fantastic news things that Alia and I have found throughout the week, and we just want to mm-hmm. relay those things to you. Starting off with number one, we have some Marvel news with Agatha's Coven of Chaos, a casting has Ooh. been, someone has been cast in this. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey. From, Aubrey Plaza from yeah. Parks and Rec. She is set to star opposite of Catherine Hahn in this series. And the rumor is, is that she is supposed to be playing Morgan Le Fay, which is a super badass sorcery villain, villain against the um, against the Avengers and everything. So, really? Mm-hmm, yeah. 
And well, then she is coming along that little. She girl. is. Oh she, yeah, she's what, come a long she way. Like Andy's girlfriend or wife, wife? eventually. Yeah. yeah Parks mm-hmm. and Rec. She's coming. Well, along both of them have. I mean, Chris oh, Pratt and her. Right. You know, they both skyrocketed well, after that. Well, and Adam Scott is that yeah. him? He's everywhere now. Too, yeah. In Severance. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that sounds amazing. Yeah. Can't wait. Also, we we, uh, we know when Agatha comes out. No, we don't. We haven't heard anything. Most likely. Okay. So, but also and. If I've said it before, but there will be a second season of Andor. Oh, thank you. If I've ever said that there will ever be one, that's my bad. But the second season begins filming on November 21st. (gasps) Wow, that's soon. Well, I don't think we'll be expecting it until 2024. So we're going to have to wait another year. But, okay. uh, so yeah, there's some little bit of Marvel news for you guys. You know, we can't go out of the show without mentioning Marvel. Or Guy Ritchie. Oh, of course. So, found this interesting, and we told you guys about this back in February of 2020. Wow. Can you believe that? It was episode 24, and, you know, we love The Gentleman. Oh, yes. And it is on Netflix, you guys, so go watch that movie, because, like we told you, they're going to make a series about it on Netflix. Guy Ritchie's um, is going to be directing, I think couple of the episodes he's co-writing the first one which we love that and he's the executive producer on all of them oh yeah so we have to say yeah so that's wonderful yeah but i'm excited what brought this news on is they introduced us to the lead and i love this guy he's not huge maybe he will be now but it's theo james oh yeah he's awesome yeah and you know he would he's on white lotus season two i guess that white lotus show is supposed to be really good too yeah, i think yeah, it's doing pretty well yeah i know the first one won some emmys and stuff yeah and then he was on the divergent series but mm-hmm. he started on that kate beckinsale um, oh, that's right. He was in he Underworld. Was in that. Underworld. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but what I found interesting about it is that um, they are kind of switching it up a little bit, I think, on the movie, which is fine. But Theo James plays Eddie Halstead, and he actually inherits his dad's huge estate to only discover that it's sitting on top of a weed empire, which is owned by the legendary Mickey Pearson, which is who Matthew McConaughey played in the movie. Interesting. Yeah, so they kind of switched Yeah, that's very... Because I looked, and this Eddie Halstead wasn't a character in the movie. Yeah. Which is fine with Yeah, me. yeah. You know, it's like they can't just redo the movie in a series. Sure. They're like moving ahead with it. That's interesting because they kind of hinted at that a little bit in the movie. Yes. When they yeah. went to that guy's house and, and were like. And remember they went underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. I, I like that the, the change of direction. Still set in the same universe, but it, it's really setting itself apart from the movie. Right. Which is good. It's not just like, oh, hey, here's the gentleman too. You know, it's setting itself apart. And so that'll be nice. And, you know, that way Matthew McConaughey can still be in it, but he don't need to be in every episode. You know. Well, I don't know if he'll be in it. That's true. I, they might recast that. I don't no, know. Okay. It wasn't That's said. Fair. Yeah. I looked to see and That's it fair. wasn't it wasn't said. Mm-hmm. So, um and then I've got some Mitchum goes next, but I got some other news that's kind of a switch up on a series that's being made into a movie, kind of vice versa. Ooh. But go ahead, Mitchum. What what we find out um Oh uh, yeah, just about real quick on uh, our third piece of information, The Last of Us, which we've been excited about. Um, 
on HBO Max. We have a release date, and it should be coming out January 15th. Wow, that's around the corner. Yeah, so if you haven't seen this little teaser trailer on HBO Max, it's everywhere. Yeah. This is uh, pa- Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey uh, from the v- extremely popular video game of the same name. Um, this will be. This is going to be an excellent show, excellent movie, or an excellent little show. And I think uh, the casting is perfect for this. And it's. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to this. Now, I think it's going to be excellent. HBO Max. How they do it? Will they drop every episode? I can't think. Of well, if it, if they do it like Game of Thrones, they don't. Game of Thrones, they do weekly. I kind of. So, that doesn't bother me. No, I like the weekly. That doesn't bother. I me. I I miss weekly because it gives you a chance because like that's i look forward to talking to it with everyone at work right especially and i know that was a big thing on you know cable television is you would only get it but back then you would yeah. get it once back and then the you day. yeah back in the day and then if you missed it there were no you have to wait for the reruns like a oh, year later that's you know so I think it's really kind of the best of both worlds because it drops at a certain time and you can watch it with the whole world and you can go talk about it. And then you have that whole week to speculate, oh, like, what's going to yeah, happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are we going to see next? And I yeah. love doing that. We yeah, do that. That's, that's half my work day is oh, talking about the TV shows that we watch. And then the other half is talking about food. That's but anyway, funny. so, yeah, I really I really enjoy the weekly stuff. You know, okay. Netflix, and I mean, Netflix is known for binging. Only on Netflix though, because they drop all this every episode, and I think Prime kind of does Prime that as does well. Too, because I was up late last yeah. night watching, and we'll get to that later. A show and then we're another, talk about. yeah. So I I hope they do it an episode at a time, and I think they have uh, then HBO Max and Disney Plus are doing it correctly and dropping weekly episodes because it really keeps the people involved. I mean, what's stopping you from? Netflix dropping a whole series, you watching it in a day, and then you just canceling your Netflix. You know, it's really kind of keeping people involved, and it really gives, you know, it's it builds it up because everyone's been talking about Game of Thrones. Now they did rings, they did rings of power correctly, which is uh, HBO or uh, Prime did. Mm -hmm. But I digress. A little bit of a tangent. Let's move on to number four. Yeah. Okay, number four. So, excited to talk about this again. The Fall Guy movie, which, Mitchum, we talked about and you giggled about it. But back in August on episode 66, there was a 19, late 80s, 1981 TV show with Lee Majors that was on every week, like you were just saying. And Lee Majors was a film he was a stunt man and he moonlighted as a bounty hunter it was very popular it was very popular that sounds a lot like drive yeah yeah so yeah but it wasn't not as dark yeah there was no crushing (laughs) (laughs) oh god anyway um so they released more cast i'm so excited and these are like three of my favorites if i put hearts in front of people these are three of them Ryan um, Gosling, uh, Emily Blunt, and then Ooh. Mitchum. Did you know they added Aaron Taylor Johnson? Ooh, um, exciting! Yeah. Yes. But they also added who I just put on my list to watch is Winston Duke. Oh, from Black Panther. Yes. Umbaku. Yes. Wow. Yeah. But you guys need to go watch him in nine days. That oh yeah, I remember. Stephen and Gabe got me. I remember you talking about that. The Mm -hmm. cult podcast did a episode on that, and I, I, Haley watched it. Your wife, that's right, lovely. Yeah, but anyway, so we have 
all and I think oh and then one other person Hannah Waddingham from Tad Lasso <laughs> she's everywhere awesome now what I what's interesting about this is the director who I failed to mention is actor stuntman now director David Late Latch Latch uh, yeah, that sounds That's good. That's close. Anyway, he's directing, and, you know, he, of course, he brought Aaron over from Bullet Train, because he did Bullet Train. Oh, Deadpool yeah, yeah. Deadpool 2. Okay. He changed it. They're changing it, though, because it's going to focus on a battered, past-his-prime stuntman who is, you know, Lee Majors played it in the series. Now it's Ryan Gosling. Okay. But he finds himself on a movie that's being made, and... The star of the movie that's being made is Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mm. And, of course, him and Ryan kind of have some beef because Ryan used to be his double. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. And so he's kind of taken over. Well, he ends up going missing on the movie. Interesting. So they did. They cha- they're they changing it. A little but bit. It, but it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Like we talked before, you know, they, they can't just remake that series. Yeah. They don't need to be doing that. Yeah, I agree. So, um, That'll yeah, be interesting. I'm, I'm very excited. Well, you know, Emily Blunt. Sure. You know, I mean, Ryan Gosling, Aaron Taylor Johnson, yeah, that cast yeah. is going to be great. So it's going to be so, good. Excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, March of 23 release. Fantastic. All right, so the last thing we're going to mention is uh, just something a little short and easy on Disney Prime. Today is the third anniversary of the release of the first season of Mandalorian. It's hard to believe that it's already been three years. Oh, has it? And I think it came out with Disney+. Plus. I am not 100% sure on that. But, but anyway, it is still the third anniversary of The Mandalorian. So... Disney has partnered with a studio, a animation studio in Japan, who is responsible for the creation of the movie Spirited Away. And they created a little three-minute short hand-drawn animation called Grogu and the Dust Bunnies. Zen. And Zen, Grogu, Grogu and the and Dust, Dust Bunnies. And yeah. it's, it's really cute. It's super short. And yes. it's just a little baby the Grogu. Music the music is, is fantastic. And the composer who wrote this music is the same guy that wrote all the music for Black Panther, oh. Luguin Gunnison. Okay. He's getting up there with like uh, Hans Zimmer and everything. Oh. Like he's he's coming along very well. He's been doing some big stuff. So it's lovely. It's yeah. beautiful. It's just it's just sweet. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, there's I, no words. The music is fantastic. Yeah. It's just a couple little, but everything's hand drawn, and you can tell. Yeah, and it's very well animated, as the studio always does. And so, yeah, if you got, I mean, who has? Everyone has three minutes to spare. Just go yeah. watch it. And, uh, and we we got a couple of pictures we're going to share with you on our post today, in yeah. case you don't have access to Disney or traveling or whatever. So, yep. okay, Mitchum, let's do weekly watches. Kay. So, what's going on with little Cassian on Man. Andor? Okay, so we're we're ten episodes in now. We only have two left, unfortunately. <gasps> and the last episode was, oh, man, it was so great. I mean, this show, the writing has been fantastic. The character development, the character building, just the the world building that they are doing is just so fantastic. Stellan Sardgard is playing is amazing. His character, marvelous. His speech at the end of that episode was phenomenal, and it really kind of put, you know, a 
uh, you know, uh, dire risk on like him, what he's doing and doing this rebellion. He's, he's like, I'm not doing this for me because the rebellion is going to live past me. You know, like I am, I'm not going to see the fruition of my labor. And we never see this character ever again. Like he's never heard of ever. This is the first time we've heard of him. So like, it's just going to show like all these characters now, they aren't, they're doing it for the greater picture of the rebellion and they're not heard of from again. And so he really put that into perspective and it was just really awesome to watch. And then just watching Cassian or Diego Luna is just, he's owned oh, this character and Andy Serkis has been a pleasant surprise oh and everything. Gosh. The yes. whole prison scene has been I great. I have no idea. Yeah, he was, he's was. he been it's great. Kind of spoiler, but seriously, kids, if you're not watching yeah. this, it, it is it, it is slow, but it is yeah. well done. It yeah. is so well the done. Last three episodes. The last three episodes have been so suspenseful. Oh my! And it's, it's really well. It's great because it's like three different storylines. Because you're watching Mon Mothma, yeah. how she's getting the money, yeah. And then you're watching the actual star of the rebellion, uh, Cassian, and then you're watching the mastermind behind it all, okay. Luthen, yeah. and everything. And they're finally going to culminate, at, hopefully at the end, and then season two will be all about. I don't know, the lead up to um, Rogue One and everything. But this has really made me want to watch Rogue One again. You well, know, because I'm, so, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so excited year. to watch it yeah. again. Yeah. And, you know, and I can't wait for season two. Like, this is, it's been, this is probably the best Star Wars show to come out in, in this year, you know, yeah, or I of agree. anything. I mean, this is, and I mean, I love Mandalorian, but this is just so, this is just different. Yeah. There's no Force. There's no lightsabers. There's no Jedi. There's no Sith. This is just everyday people fighting against an oppressive government, and it's it's just so good. It's so good, and it's such a shame that it's not getting the praise that I think it deserves because it's it's not you know because Tales of the Jedi beat it when it came out yeah, and everything, well, which I love Tales of the Jedi. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I think it's just this. It, people think it's slow, but it's still it's so good. And if you haven't watched it, you should. Please. Do. And it is fantastic, and it's got plenty of action, and I cannot wait for season two. Okay, so I'm excited <laughs> because I introduced you guys to my series, um, His Dark Materials, which isn't new, okay? I just caught on late to it. But I have, I got some great news this week. They are dropping season three. Because I was very careful watching season two. Because I thought, man, if they're not going to do finish this up with season three, because there's three books, yeah. then I don't know if I want to dive deep. But I already was. But they finally released it December 5th. They're coming out with season three. It'll be the final one. So I'm diving deep. I am saving. I have one episode left of season two, and I'm kind of saving it. Um, I love this. I love it. And a listener, um, Stephen, had asked me, well, what is it about? Tell me about it. And I'm like, I didn't even answer him because I'm like, I don't know how to tell you about it because <laughs> it's so yeah. deep. And yeah. Just, you know, it's based on the Golden Compass. But mm -hmm. if you haven't seen that movie, so it's in a nutshell, it's about a young girl who is destined she's got this destiny and she wants to release her world um ha, the, there's this place called the magisterium and they have a grip on like her world that she's in and this magisterium wants to strip away or stop people that have ties to magic 
and all these people also have spirit animals like they're like demons but they're spirit animals and they communicate with them and it's just you know so this magisterium she's trying to fight to get rid of them and it's about finding dust and it's just and all the cameos in this series is just it's wonderful so Mm. highly suggest the dark materials um december 5th season three the final yeah my wife and i are going to start this right after andor i'm I'm very looking forward to it so i am i love it so okay so what's some new stuff coming out um told y'all i was gonna do blockbuster it's on netflix it's 10 episodes um it's based on the last uh blockbuster in the u.s i have watched i have tripped through four episodes (laughs) i stopped after episode two and i realized i didn't laugh once and then i saw some reviews on it and i and they were like oh it's gonna get better so i watched two more i just don't care for it is it the cast or the story or is it just for the lead guy his voice is very annoying yeah um and the girl uh possibly his love interest is the girl that was Andy's love interest in Brooklyn 999. Um, and then the guy, I'm sorry, I don't know any of their names because honestly, I just can't get into it. But it's Randall Park, uh, Melissa Fumero, um, and then JJ Smoove, who I loved him in We Bought a Zoo, but I don't like his oh, character. Oh, yeah, his yeah. Voice. Yeah. I do not like him in this. He's the owner of like a party store, plays his best friend. I don't know if I'm going to finish it, mm. kids. It's a comedy, and I don't laugh. So I, I don't know yeah. if I'm going to finish it. I mean, they're, they're, there's three strikes right there. Yeah, exactly. So. so, okay, now one that I did start. And finished last night because Prime <laughs> dropped all six episodes. Only six? Yep. Mm. And that's all it needed, Mitchum. Okay. The English. Is it going to be more than one season? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Emily Blunt. Yep. Um, it's about a retired Pawnee scout. It takes place in the late 1800s. Meets an English woman who comes over um into the u.s like you know kansas and comes up through new orleans and she is hell-bent on revenge of finding the man who's responsible for the death of her son so and let me tell you the first two or three episodes i even had a friend comment you know well just it's a typical western well it might be but keep watching because man it it just all and i'm not going to spoil it you know it's just like we don't if we want you all to watch something we're not going to do spoilers. oh sure yeah but it just had me hook line and sinker of course it was emily you know but um only it's beautiful the music the music is lovely 48 minute episodes um just get through the first two it kind of lays the groundwork the last two just tie it up in a bow uh, and it is not your typical Western. It is absolutely lovely. Interesting. I highly recommend okay. it. Emily Blunt. It's her, Amazon I mean, Prime. It's like her first series, but it's yeah, I think so. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. Okay. Okay, and then just I want to throw in here real yeah. quick. I you know I just had to see what this Zootopia Plus was on at Disney, 
And you guys, I I watched the first two. You know, they're really like eight to ten minutes long. But just go watch the movie. Yeah. Don't. I just was. I couldn't even. I ended up walking away, leaving the TV on, and I came back and said, "What am I?" It just. I didn't. It just didn't. It's probably for kids, really. So. Yeah, I guess so. I guess, but just for us, just go back and watch the movie because I loved the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one more, it. one more on Prime. Prime's been killing it recently. Yeah, it has. Um, there's a new show called The Peripheral with Chloe, Chloe Marez, Grace Marez, I think. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Ugh. Um, and then uh, Jack Rayner. Jack Rayner. Yeah, they yeah. play brothers. Midsummer. Ooh. But they're brothers. Well, this this is a new show. Ali, go ahead and give them a little snippet of what this okay. is about real fast. Oh, and Charlotte for... Riley's in it, yeah. which is Tom Hardy's wife. Yes, She was yes. in Edge of Tomorrow with... Oh, Paul that's Ritter. where she was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, just real quick. I'm going to tell you about it, but Mitchum's going to talk about it. So it's about a young girl um, in a small town in the Appalachians. It takes place. Her world is... Uh, 2032 her brother lives on the land her mom is ill and blind and they are both avid gamers matter of fact that's how they make their money yes and you could probably elaborate more on that but she Mm -hmm. uh, discovers a secret connection to an alternate reality that in that alternate reality takes place in 2099 you tell him a little bit about it. Yeah, um, it was it was very interesting. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Chloe Grace Mraz no. girl. Um, I, I just I don't know. I just don't really care for. Her. But she was very good in this. I She's really she has. I really enjoyed her. Um, she's come a long way. She's not a decent little actress. And her brother, I like her brother. I think there or the Jack Rayner guy. Yes, I like him. Who plays her brother? Um, she. They they work well together. Um, there the first episode. There's a lot to take in because um, it's set in the dist, you know, in the near future, which is ten years ahead. Yeah. And then you have this simulation, which is in 2099, and so the visual effects are really cool. So far, um, so yeah. far it's very excellent. A lot of the episode was really dark, so it's kind of hard to see. It might be like literally dark yeah like i had to close my blinds. yeah i did too because I, I had a lot of glare so you might want to watch it at night or yeah. if you have a darker room you can watch it in um but the the premise i remember seeing the trailer for this and just being like because i love i love sci-fi stuff like mm-hmm. this is right up my alley and you know and, and it's really cool um there's a there's a lot of things going on so the first episode is kind of confusing but it's really just laying the groundwork for what's to come, yeah. I think. And I, I'm excited. I th- I'm very curious to see where it goes. I, Amazon does really well with these types of like sci-fi shows, yeah. you know, because Outer Range was on Prime, right? <gasps> and so yeah. they do they do really well. And then of course, in Man in the High Castle, which kind of had some sci-fi yeah. vibes to yeah. it. So yeah, I'm I'm very well, looking forward to this. So anyway, so, yeah. so they have they have dropped five episodes now. Yeah. You know, as of this date. Yeah. So, yeah, we're excited. That's awesome. Okay, so this is why we're here. Yep. God, 70 episodes. Wow. And here we are. Yep. Here's our take. Yep. We got three really awesome movies to talk about. I don't think any of us, I think these are all fantastic movies or yeah. great movies that we want you to check out. There's really no, I mean, there's a couple that are, there's one that's better than the rest. All right. And then well, there's one that's okay. It. So yeah, just go ahead and dive in. Which one do you want to talk about first? Well, let's do, you talk about Enola. Okay. So my wife and I watched Enola Holmes 2. 
Uh, it just came out on Netflix. It's just un- just over two hours and nine minutes. Um, it stalls Million Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill is back. And um, it came out on Netflix. And, yeah, so this is just the follow-up to the first of Nola Holmes. Um, and, you know, she kind of starts after the events of the first one. She starts her own little private investigator trying to fall in the footsteps of her brother. And there's more evil afoot and everything. And she gets herself into trouble. And um, it, it was – I enjoyed the first one, I think, a lot more. Um, I love seeing Henry Cavill as Sherlock. And more of Which him. you do you, – you, you do get a lot more of him in this movie. Which I enjoyed a lot. And then the brother's not in it as much. Um, Helen Bottom Carter is back as the mom. Love her. And she's fantastic. Um, but yeah, it was just, a, it's a cute little short movie. I mean, there's really nothing special short? to it. Okay, short. It too it's two long. hours. It was two hours and yeah. nine minutes. It was, uh, yeah, I, I don't really have anything to say about it. Like, I'm kind of on the fence. Here's it's the I could take it or leave it. If you have, right. If you have Netflix, just watch sure. it. Sure. I would never go to the theater. Nah. I didn't care for the first one. But y'all, yeah. I have to admit, okay, I'm going to admit this. I do not care for Millie Bobby Brown. I don't know why. I loved her in Stranger Things yeah. when she was new and we didn't know about her. Sure. But now I just, I don't care for the way I think she overacts. But I just, but I, you know, it's it was fine. I mean. It, I mean, it's Henry Cavill. You can just look at him the whole movie. Yeah, true. But you know what, Mitchum? I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch Robert Downey Jr. and Guy Ritchie's. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I don't, or Benedict Cumberbatch. Just, yes. Yes. And that's how I rate it. Robert yeah. Benedict. Cumberbatch. And then like way down there. Is, you know I love Henry. I know. But it, is is, a, it is a unique role for him. It's not yeah. as. He's not as. He's too like. Uh, he's too much of a human specimen, really. Yeah, exactly. He's not like a weak kind of. I don't know. Nerdy. Robert Downey Jr. You just cannot compare to. Him. He's not eccentric enough. There's just that's like that's. It. He's not that's eccentric it. enough. Like Robert Downey Jr. That's it. Is okay. eccentric. Yeah. He's odd. He's yeah. He's and Robert you know, Downey Jr. And ju- there's going to be another one because the last two minutes oh, yeah. they introduced Watson. Yeah. But my negatives were, you know, it wasn't funny. There were more of the fourth wall breaks, which yeah. I don't care for. And you know what bothers me about those fourth walls? It's Deadpool. It doesn't bother me with Deadpool. No. But it's the time period. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's the time period. Yeah. And they're doing fourth wall breaks when you see a horse a and buggy horse walking and by. buggy in the background. Yeah. I see what you're saying. And it, it was too long. It felt out know, of place. But, Yes, that's it. Now I do want to say it, it, it was the fine. events that happened in the background of the movie were based in truth, and you did get that at the end of the movie. So like oh, the right. whole the whole right, Matchbox right. girls and the whole oh, Matchbox that's right. that there was a character in the movie that was a real person, Sarah Chapman, I think, yes. and she led this. Um, oh, I forgot about that. She was part of these Matchbox girls that led this not riot but she, a walkout. Right. And everything, and a strike. Yes. And it was like the first women's girls strike. Dying, girls were dying making, of this poison, yes. get, making these okay. matches. And so that was some, and I thought that was cool. You're I enjoyed right. that. You're right. And when the I, first movie, I think, had that as well. Yeah, a little so, bit. So, but other than that, I mean, there's really nothing else to this movie. So, but like Allie said, if you it's have Netflix, Netflix and yeah. you got two hours, watch it. But it's not. 
not my fave. There's plenty of other. There's two other movies here that we're going to talk about that are going to be much better. Uh, One other movie that we're going to talk about that's going to be much better. Okay, so. so I went out of my comfort zone. And sometimes that works for me, and sometimes it doesn't. It did for about an hour and a half of this one. <laughs> but the movie was almost two hours. Uh, the Banshees of Inner Sharon. So, yeah, Colin Farrell, Brennan Gleason. Um, Back together. Who, yes, because the director, Martin McDonough, or I don't know, mispronouncing that, he did in Bruges. Yep. And I absolutely adore that film. I've got to rewatch it because it's been many years. But Colin and Brennan were in that as well. Um, but I, And I was just so proud of myself for going to see this movie. I went for Colin. And you know what, you guys? He was absolutely phenomenal. And it just etched my, you know, the night before I watched Millie Bobby Brown in Enola. And then the next day I went and saw Colin in this Banshees film. And he is absolutely amazing. The first hour and a half takes place in the mid-1800s on a teeny tiny island. He lives with his sister. Um, and the first hour and a half, you're just getting to know the small town. There's maybe 100 people, a couple hundred on this yeah. town. And he has this lifelong best friend, lives with his sister. And Colin, I loved it. The music was beautiful. The scenery was beautiful. Literally just watching Colin Farrell was magnificent. I loved it. Okay? Yeah. And then you're kind of, and I'm going to tell you about this because I'm really not recommending it. <laughs> all right? So yeah. that way I can give spoilers. So I'm just going to tell you real quick. So he is a lifelong friend who is Brendan Gleeson. And he, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but Colin is younger. Brendan is older. Well, all of a sudden one day, this is where the movie starts. Colin goes down, two o'clock bell rings. It's time to him go get his friend, go up to the pub and have some drinks and beer. And he knocks on the door like he does every single day. Well, Gleeson's in there and doesn't look at him, doesn't acknowledge him. And later on, it come to find out that Brendan Gleeson has decided he don't want to be friends with Colin anymore. He's done with him. And you kind of, this is the first hour and a half of the movie. And I really loved it. You know, when you finally find out Brendan finally, because Colin's just baffled that just what would I do wrong? Well, he finally tells him, he goes, look, you didn't do anything wrong. He goes, I'm just not going to be around forever, and I just don't want to be, you're boring. You tell the same stories, we talk about the same thing, I'm done, I need to move on, I want to focus on my violin and making music for the rest of my life, and I'm just done with you, I don't want anything to do with you. Mm, and so Colin keeps bugging him, and he keeps telling him, leave me alone, leave me alone. Well, then he finally says, if you keep bugging me, I'm going to cut off my fingers. I'm going to cut one off. And then if you bug me again, I'm going to cut off the second one. If you bug me again, I'm going to keep cutting off my fingers. And then I won't even be able to play my beloved violin, you know. And you're just like, what the freak is going on? Well, now the movie goes bizarre and dark. And Allie's out. (laughs) So what ends up happening is, and this kind of pissed me off is that Colin kind of got in a little, 
you know, so he's ignoring him. The sister's like, leave him alone, leave him alone. What if he does cut off his fingers? Well, Colin goes into the little town and gets in a little fight with a police officer. And the police officer just clocks him, just knocks him down twice. And I'm not going to get into why. Well, and there walks in Brendan Gleeson character. And he looks over and sees his one-time friend that he's not want to be friends with. Well, he ends up picking him up, putting him on his wagon, and drives him home. And they're in silence, but I'm like thinking, wait a minute, Brendan Gleeson's character. You didn't want, it just kind of, well. So then, of course, Colin's character's thinking, well, if he's going to help me in a hard time, he goes down to his house and says, hey, what's going on? How's the music? Da, da, da. And Brendan looks at him and is just like, what are you doing? I told you not to talk to me. Well, you know what, Mitchum? The next scene, he's in talking to his sister, and you hear a thud at the front door. Yeah. You know what it was? Probably a finger. It was his freaking finger. <laughs> he cut off his damn finger. <sighs> so you know what? So Colin just kind of movie goes on and something else happens and Colin gets drunk and ends up talking to him and walks away and you hear Brendan Gleason say, well, I always liked him when he's drunk. I kind of like him again. And so one of the kids the next day told Colin, well, you know what he said about you after your sister took you home from being drunk that night. So he goes down to his house and barges in and says, okay, what's going on? How's the music? Next freaking day, shows up, cut all of his fingers off. Mm. All four, all the rest of the four. So Brendan Gleeson's character is walking around with his left hand with no freaking fingers. Y'all. It doesn't show him cutting them off. That's he's good. walking around the whole town bleeding. So then he throws all four fingers at his door. Colin's character's beloved miniature horse ends up eating the fingers, chokes, and dies. So he goes and tells Brennan Gleason, I'm going to burn your house down at 2 o'clock tomorrow. I hope you're in it. You know what he did? He went down and burned his house down. Hmm. Brennan wasn't in it. And then at the end of the movie, they end up talking, and Brendan, you know, Brendan Gleeson's like, so this is over, and, and Colin says, well, you weren't in the house, were you? And then they say other words, and the movie's over. Wow. Yeah. That was a great it synopsis. crazy. There you go, guys. don't need to watch it anymore. There's a whole movie right there. Yep. Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. We saw Pause for dramatic effects. Yeah, so we finally saw it on Thursday. And, man, the theater was packed. Oh, I loved it. It was packed. Loved it. We bought yep. our tickets in advance. Yep, yep. It was awesome. Uh, it was a touch over two hours. Two hours and 41 minutes. 41, almost three hours. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, and same director as the first same director. Time. He wrote, directed it. Same guy that did the score, which is Lugan Gunnarsson that we talked nice. about earlier. Um, no, we're not going to do spoilers. No spoilers. Nope, we nope, want nope, y'all nope. to see it. We'll we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about spoilers later. But man, this it was it was sad. Uh, I cried a little bit. Tissues uh, for the first fifteen yeah. minutes. Tissues for the last. Yeah, 15. Yep. The, I will say there is no. 
end credit scene. There's only a mid credit scene. Right. And that's it. Which it, so I'm very please, glad. I'm very yeah, glad it did it that. Was, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, Namor was fantastic. Oh, I, I love him. I loved watching him. He was awesome i love the actor that portrayed him Same. he looked badass he flying around and everything and he, and he was awesome he yes. kicked some serious butt yeah. and it was great um the 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 rest of the cast um you know the movie the movie was honestly it was about grieving the movie yeah. was about grieving the loss of not just chadrick boseman but also t'challa you know, and everything, and they well, did and it then at well. At the same time, they're at the exact same time as their grief. You know, they're fighting to protect their home. Yeah. You know, against several, against Namor, uh, several enemies. You know, yeah. And you know, and all the countries of the world, and then this new threat pops up, and everything. Yeah. And you know, this does not really. This movie does not do anything to progress the overall story arc of phase four into phase five there's really nothing this is literally just a sequel to black panther but it takes place six years later that's it and that's that's really what it is and i it it was done so well and you know the grieving for um chadwick and Uh there was so much symbolism and just i mean you felt the characters like it wasn't just their characters feeling their loss you could see it on the actors faces and everyone was just so taken back by his sudden loss and everything and it really showed in the film and it was fantastic and you know i'm i'm curious to see if in like you know five ten years how impactful this movie will be after you rewatch it you know because we this is still heavy on us like this just happened a couple years ago so i'm I'm, too soon not too soon it's it's good yeah but i'm so i'm just it'll be interesting so what do you think what are your thoughts well i just want to mention a couple of things there were three cameos yes loved it and there is going to be a third one of course i can say that oh yeah but um and I, I'm going to tell you the stats real quick. Yes. Admit, oh, and, yes. And then I want to share with you guys what other people are saying about it. Yeah. Not just us, but others. Real quick. Uh, Thursday night did $28 million. Friday did 56 wow. So opening day, which they include Thursday, yeah. was $84 million. Now, you're wondering, how's that compare? Well, it was the second largest opening day behind... Uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, Doctor Strange, yeah, Madness on the Multiverse. Because yep, it opened Thursday, Friday, opening day, ninety yeah. million. Yeah. Now they at first were projecting one seventy five, but with this huge opening day, now they're opening weekend. They're saying it could do one eighty five to two hundred million. Oh, I believe it, hundred percent. Now, uh, Doctor Strange, his opening weekend was one eighty five. I okay. hope it beats it. I, I think do. it will. But my question for you, and everyone's talking about it, do you think Avatar's going to beat it? Ooh. I'm going to do a poll. Ooh, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it will. I don't know. I don't think it will, Mitch. You know, it's crazy to think about because, like, you know, 10 years ago when the first Avatar came out, like, the MCU wasn't really a thing. Oh, yeah. You know? That's right. You know? And so it'll be, like, there have been, I mean, it's been beaten. Or no, it is still the top gruesome movie of all time. Avatar, the uh, first one. Is, is it? I don't know. We'll have to look into, we'll it. Look into it. But still, my point being is that, you know, movies, blockbuster movies have changed a lot in 10 years. 
but you know maybe avatar is still just that good i mean it i think word of mouth is gonna get around like the first one did you know yeah. and i mean this i just don't i just we'll see it'll be interesting one brought people out of the woodwork sure jim did you notice the older people that yes. were there thursday yes. night i yeah. was shocked yeah there were kids there was the couple the little boy and his mom yeah. next to him yeah. mom brought him and he yeah. looked like you know what third fourth grade yeah. you know um i don't know it's, I don't, it's, it's a good I'm it's an excellent question and, but I think with Avatar, I think it's going to be the rewatchability, I think. Yeah. Because, oh, I well, mean, because you're going to want to go back and just experience that whole other planet that's yeah. just, you know, made up or whatever. Well, I want to go but back anyway, and see this one. We'll see. I Real mean, quick, Black I just, Panther, I mean, it's just, yeah. I want to share what other yes, people are yes. saying quickly. Um, so uh, one of my buddies on Instagram said phase four ended on a high note. He gave it yep. eight out of ten. Yep, magnificent and beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, it had more heart than maybe any MCU film. Oh yeah, hands mm. down. Another one was brilliant, <laughs> and I like this one best Marvel film of the year because it doesn't feel like a Marvel film. That's so true. Yes. That's I love so that. true. Yeah. yeah. And then another one, and this is perfectly said, it's a perfect send off to Chaswick Bozeman. Yes. Yes. And it honored him well. Oh, 100%. I definitely agree. So, if you guys haven't yeah. seen this, it's, you need it's, to go out and see it. It is fantastic. Take Phoenix, it's magnificent. Take everyone. Uh, it's Beautiful. a movie that you need to see. And I mean, this is probably one of the best. In recent years, this is probably one of the best Marvel films that they yeah, put out, at least this played. year or in the last couple. So yeah. go see it. All right, guys, this time on Pause for Popcorn, we have actually we have two questions, but we are running a little long today, so we're only going to get to one, unfortunately. But we will get to the next one next next time we get together. So don't we won't we didn't forget you. We'll get back to it. We promise. So it is Ryan Gosling's birthday today. Right, and I and, did a and we question. did a poll of what we want to know what your favorite Ryan Gosling movie is. Yes. Well, we had that flipped on our head, and this is our one question today, is what is our favorite Ryan Gosling yeah, birthday? Yeah, we had a listener DM and say, yeah. well, what's y'all? Well, what's like, well, we're doing a show today, so yeah. I'm going to address that. Yeah. So, Ali, it hit me. I know you got all kinds, so. Well, I, you know, it, it, it I mean, <laughs> you know, of course, Villeneuve, I mean, oh, Blade, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, forty nine, yeah, has got to be it for me. Sure, um, I loved him in La La Land. Oh did, yeah, but it's twenty forty nine. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's mine too. He was um, an ending scene. Yeah, it, and La La Land, of course, blew our minds. Was yeah. fantastic. Um, Drive, I really like that movie. Ooh, it's hard yeah. to watch. But I mean, he he says so much without saying anything, you know. Yeah. Oh, and I yeah. really think that's a skill yeah. to his acting. Um, oh, uh, the nice guys. Throw out oh, the nice yeah, guys. Yeah, He's yeah, got yeah, my yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, he can dance. He can do comedy. He can do serious. I mean, this. He's so well rounded. Yeah. And he's going to be, uh, and it's like, so some of our, you know, I had a lot of people respond to this. And some of them, you know, our listeners, like Dara, said, well, I love him in Crazy Stupid Love. and I'm, Oh, yes, that's a good I one. I love that yeah. movie. Yes, I agree, Dara. And then my our little buddy, Anthony, 
Yep. You know, it shares my, and Stephen, both said Blade Runner 2049. Dan, who's a great follower, I hope he listens to us. He did Drive. Mm. And the film visualist said The Notebook. Yep. You know, and then we had another uh, follower, Allie, said La La Land. So yeah. it's covered all of them. And I know there's more answers out there, but since, you know, this is all I had at the time we air it. So yeah. anyway, great. thank you for flipping that back to us. Yeah, great question. Like great question. Yeah. So real quick, my shout outs. Uh, we're going to kind of wrap this up. Uh, my new follows that I'd like to share with you guys, um, A Place Beyond the Movies, which is cute because oh, yeah. that's a great movie with yeah. him, yep. A Place, a Beyond, place the Beyond the Pines, Pines yep. but it's movies, and it's uh, obsessed with film, sci-fi, disaster, 80s, classics, horror, musical, and everything in between. Nice. And so I urge you to follow that page, and then Elite Level Movies. Um, it's a page for fans of movies, facts, quotes, and recommendations. But I, this page, I love all the movie facts. I love trivia, and almost every film, they give trivia and facts, and I love that. And then just real quick, I cannot thank these, just a few we don't have time to list them all, but like, you know, the easy movie review, uh, Movies Not Films happened to share our last episode, yeah. and he was the one that said, yeah. Mitch, I watched that last Oh, time. yeah, yeah. And then JJ Likes Movies. Uh, thank you for your su- support. And that's not even, that's just a drop in the bucket sure. for all the support yeah, we've we Yeah, we couldn't do it without you guys. Yeah. We appreciate everything. Um, and, you know, just a glimpse of what's to come. You know, we have the Fablemans coming up. We have Glass Onion, a Knife Out story, uh, a Wonder and Spirited, and also Tulsa King is coming with Cy Salone. Yeah. Filmed in Tulsa. Yeah, and I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. I think it comes out this, like, this weekend. Yeah. So. So just a few things to come, and, you know, we'll be talking about those next time. And so stay tuned. Go to the movies.